hands together. Come on. This podcast features sisters, Sonia and Lacanya, sharing, laughing, and talking about life, love, relationships, and religion. Let's tune in. And we're back. Yes. Welcome back. We're glad that you're here. Thank you all for tuning back in. Thank you all for following. Yes. We appreciate you all sharing, 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 liking, following. Telling somebody, go tell somebody. Yes. Sisters with a voice. Sisters with a voice podcast. Back in the face. <laughs> yes. So, so we'll, we'll be, we'll be sharing tonight. I'm in a mood mm. to speak my voice. Yes the topic where we really probably don't have a choice mm. and that's going back to school <laughs> oh there is a choice now well <laughs> <laughs> we have choices but we don't like the choices now presented to us okay because mm. you know going back to school in 2020 is totally different than ever 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 mm. a time in our life where there's a choice that you have to be in the building, a choice you don't need to be in the building. Woo! A choice. So, um, I mean, in the state of Georgia, by law, you do not have to go to school in pre-K kindergarten, but you have to start first grade. So I'm not sure about any mm-hmm. other state. <laughs> wow. I didn't, but, know that. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. So you do not <laughs> have to go to school pre-K kindergarten in the state of Georgia. But by September the 1st, you know, when you go, I guess, turn six, by first grade that year, you have to be attending a school. Hmm. So FYI to those, (laughs) knowledge is power. So now you got to go to school. And now we are in that, but some of us already went back. And as we can, you know, how we saw the news, Cases coming out and children still unsafe. Mm-hmm. You know, staff still unsafe. 
So just going back to school has really, I think, affected people, not just physically, but mentally, emotionally, oh, yeah. spiritually. I mean, it's touched on all aspects. Yeah. People start For questioning real. themselves, questioning God, questioning all kinds of stuff, you know. Yeah. I think this is the most questions we ever asked about education. You know what I mean? Yeah. This might be the first yeah. time yeah. in somebody's life that they ever had to sit back and really think about their child's education. No, this might be Besides the first time. Besides school supplies. <laughs> right. This might be the first time that some people are actually sitting down with their child. Mm, and doing work. <laughs> or sitting down with their and, child, period. And it's hard. Yeah. Right. And it's hard. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you now, some parents are having a really hard time. Because it's like, what? It's in shock. Like, this is how school is. And also, you taking away my time for my work. You're taking away time for me, maybe got to do housework. You're taking my time. This is taking my time. That's, Ooh, what, that's, that's, what, that's what parents are saying or thinking. That's what parents are thinking right now. Some, not all. Because mm-hmm. the parents who've been engaged, this probably ain't bothering them too much. The parents that have not been engaged and they have to, especially young ones, I want to say maybe pre-K to second grade, where you really got to be um, you know, engage. They be third and up. They probably can be self-sufficient. You ain't got to be right there on them. But parents that have younger kids, I bet this is mind-blowing. Mm. 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 Especially parents that have special um, needs students as well. So I understand. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But then it's a safety thing. You know what I mean? You know, when they was protesting, I'm an educator, so I felt like you were saying open the door, send my kids if they got to learn, but what about me? Because I got to come home to my family as well. Right. So you want me to teach your child, but risk mine. Right. Mm. Now that's how I truly felt about this whole thing. So, And, mm. and my thing <laughs> is, you know, my thing is I can't teach you if you're, if you're not alive. Mm. I can't I can't go to a job if I'm not alive. Mm. Like, so I just feel like, and I know that sounds very extreme, but we no, have, we have over a hundred thousand cases of people contracting COVID-19. Like, well, well, some people saying this ain't true. They lying. Hospitals just saying, just say it's COVID when it probably ain't just to get, you know, help. So that's why people don't believe this is true. These kids can go back to school. Well, I know I personally have known people um, yep. that have had it and people who have died from it. So, yep. you know, it's true for me. It's facts for me. It's true for me. <laughs> yeah. How that number is in this worldwide? Mm. Come on. Yeah. So, again, unfortunately, yes, it has affected the way we go to school. Every educator, and I can't speak for everybody, but I believe in my heart majority of educators would love to be in that classroom. Yeah. Easy access, interaction, hands down. But we also want to live. Right. So if we got to step back for a year, and I'm going to just call it out like a year, a couple of months to teach, we got to do that. But I look at this, and I know some parents ain't still in virtual learning, but you know what? Your child is still learning. Mm -hmm. They are still going to learn something every day. And I just went through my first week (laughs) of teaching, okay? Um, virtual 
naturally. It was interesting because it was something we never done before. So maybe that's why some parents don't want to do it because they got to do something they've never done before. Mm. Isn't that typical of people? Right. People don't, you don't like change. You want to try something. Mm. Right. It's change. And you, you fearful, okay, nervous, anxious, or something. You're stepping into something new you don't want to do. And we're stepping into something that's important, a child's education. Right. It's very important. So I can understand the hesitation behind it, like virtual, uh-uh, we going back to school, or we can't do this, or it can't happen. And I'm sitting here saying, well, it's happening. Right. Technology, we have all the access and resources. Uh, it, it, it's, it's flowing. Um, things are starting to connect. We can get on, see the child's face. They can hear us. You know, this week we gave a teacher a letter and all that stuff. We actually had engaged kids, believe it or not. Mm. But I feel like virtual learning, yes, I prefer to be in the classroom. But is it impossible? No. Is it going to adjust your lifestyle? Yes. Mm-hmm. You may not be ready for the adjustment. But I think if you are supportive of your child's education, you will adjust. Mm. It's almost like that's deep, right? <laughs> Some things in life we got to adjust. Come on now. Even though we ain't comfortable with it. Yeah. And I think a child's education need to be on that top, top priority. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, as a parent, you're a parent. So I don't understand why you feel like you can't adjust. And then I feel like it's selfish in a way. When the parents are protesting, go back to school, go back to school, because I got to go to work. I understand some parents have to go. Um, and speaking of that, there are virtual learning centers out here now. Parents have dropped their kids off, mm-hmm. yeah, um, and they went to work, right. and they have the kids spaced out with the mask. So people are coming up with different ways to meet the needs of the kids, make money to on the side. It's almost like you tell educators, go ahead, go on the fire, make sure my child learned today, but you're not understanding your child is not learning in a safe and nourishing environment. It's not even thriving. They they they're spread apart. They can't eat lunch with nobody. In a way, you can't even you can interact, but it's it's so different. Mm-hmm. It's like you saying go back to school as if it's going to be normal. It's not going to be normal. Right. You're in class with either a mask or a face shield. You spread apart. We as educators cannot hug or touch nobody. They can't see our reactions if they did a good job or not. It's really hard to even navigate. That you just want to send your child there for a couple of hours, and you really think they're gonna come home? I guess the same way they would have last year. Like, no, Mm-mm. nope, no, no. And, and so I'm, I'm all hands down for virtual learning. And I know some parents are against that. They they like, come on, Sonya, we gotta go to school. We do, but I also want to live. Right. And I feel like I can teach my child home. There's too many stuff on the computer. That you can click. Your kids know TikTok and Facebook and all these Instagram stuff. They can click on ABC Mouse, mm-hmm. ABC YA. It's too many things to say, well, they got to go to school to learn. No, you can teach your child, too, just like you need to teach them how to learn their name, how they shoot, all these other stuff. Add that to your plate. Yeah. Teach that. It's almost like they waiting on the teacher in the classroom to be taught. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what I mean? Almost like you waiting on church to open to learn about the Lord. No, grab Come your on. Bible. Find
Study to show yourself approved. Do it. Yeah, Trace, I can go on about this thing. I'm so deep about this thing. So no, I didn't like it either. I didn't like the change. Me as a mom, I didn't like it either. My kids are so so on it too. But at the end of the day, it is what it is. It's almost like I tell my kids, I'm sorry, y'all. Here's the hand dealt to you. Play it out now. You got to play it. What you going to do? Because right now, the pandemic is still here. You can't change that. So mm-hmm. you're going to have to do something. What you going to do? Just stay at home and not and not learn. I'd rather get some learning than none. Right. Right. <sighs> yeah. But you know what I mean? 2020 style. Because we, we ain't going to forget this. I, I mean, like I said, I just think that it's better to stay safe, safer than sorry. You know, you know, be safe, better be safe than sorry. And I, you know, I just feel like with school, with work, with um, every, every, everybody right now, like if we all, you know, I heard somebody say, if everybody would just stay home for two weeks, this thing mm-hmm. would be handled. Mm-hmm. But because people, everybody think they're essential. <laughs> Everybody thinks their job is so important. Everybody thinks what they're doing is such top priority that some people are refusing to stay home and sit down somewhere. And because we have hard-headed Americans that think they have the right to do whatever they want to do, and they don't want to relinquish control or surrender to anybody, including God sometimes, that's why we suffer. This is not just the devil all the time. Sometimes this is us. And I need people to take accountability and say, it's me. I was wrong. I need to do better. And then actually do the work to be better. But, excuse me, I went on a tangent. But I digress. So, no, I don't think kids need to be in school. I don't think it's safe. I'm very concerned. When I heard that my, my alma mater, Rodolfo State, was opening back up and having people come, I was, I was feeling some type of way. I don't think they should be going. It's not safe. Yeah, everybody needs to be opening colleges. Everybody needs to be um, doing virtual from learning. From the college point, yeah, they they losing money. Trees, if they don't open up, they're gonna lose money because you know you still gotta pay. I guess the professor. I mean, it's so much the sports program, the dorms. It's so much on that level. But people will be alive. Universities. People will be alive, and that's my thing. It's like people are looking at money yeah. and the economy, and it's like. Do we not care about humans anymore? Like, I mean, I understand. I understand that it will be a difference in the colleges. Like, as far as like, you know, kids won't be paying dorm fees, or they wouldn't be paying, you know, um, right. Di- it's so the you money know, dining. But think about how many more people probably would go to school online. Mhm. That's what I was saying too. This really has shifted how you, um are going to learn, basically. Yeah. It's a new way of learning. You know what I mean? And maybe it's not bad because I have heard some kids when we, you know, went home and was quarantined March, April, May, some of the kids did much better mm-hmm. being at home. They didn't have to deal with bullying. Right. They didn't have to deal with the social issues that we have a lot going on in school. And thank God we didn't have to deal with school shootings. Yep. Huh. Amen. Yep. Amen. We didn't have to deal with just starting stuff that you would going back to the school building. Right. You know, and some kids on an educator side, I'm going to tell you, shot teachers, we didn't have to deal with redirecting a student some type of 30 minutes, and mm. you can't get your lesson out. We didn't have to deal with that. Mm. And I know that sounds bad, but I'm going to tell you like it is. That's truth. 
Because, again, parents don't understand. You send your child to school, but sometimes we have days when we're dealing with students that are not respectful mm-hmm. and they disruptive and they disrupt the lesson yeah. for 30 minutes. But my rule in my classroom is you are not going to stop another child from learning. So you're going to be removed because every child deserves to come here and get educated. And if you don't want to do that, you leave. Right. And I just want to contact that parent. Because yeah. what you're not going to do is just put mm. my whole class because you want to be seen and have attention when you're trying to seek attention. Maybe you need it from your mom or dad, whatever. We want to work on that. And we want to guide you to that right direction. But now, it's, but, what you're that's not still, do, but that still happens <laughs> online too, Zoyan. Yeah, it does because, believe it or not, we don't have that. And I can't go into that, but People it trying does to get attention. attention seeking, you know, online. Attention seeking and it's crazy. And I know it doesn't just happen in the education field. It probably happens every workplace or relationship mm. or whatever. Zoom meetings. Seeking. That should be another podcast. We don't have to touch on that. Mm. Seeking attention when we need to seek the Lord's attention. But that's a whole <laughs> other podcast. <laughs> and we put so much drive into that like we do up stuff, we'll wow. be all right. Priorities. Mm. <laughs> so go back to like, but, what's the priority? Priority is life or is it money? Is it is, or the like, greed, you know? I feel life. But, you know, you know, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> but let me tell you on this virtual learning. I read an article this week, and it was sad, okay? I think it was Good Morning America. I'm not sure. But a little boy this week cried. This week or last week when they went back to school, a little boy, I think, kindergarten. It was an article, true story. He was so frustrated, he cried because he was having so much trouble navigating, you know, the laptop, whatever. It was frustrating. And it made his mom lose sad. She cried. It was heartbreaking. Almost like that first day of school when you leave your child. And I felt bad, too. I can understand it's frustrating. You know, some kids are not, you know, great with technology. You think they are, but some may not. And so it was just, you know, heartbroken. He felt left behind. In a way, mm-hmm. you know. So, but them same feelings he was feeling at home. I mean, he has somebody to comfort him too. But that's just one negative part of not being together. Well, but, you know, but my thing, there are things to help with that. Because, like, what kind of instructions or directions were given to parents and children on how to navigate the virtual learning system? I can't speak for all counties. I think my county was trying to do the best they can with giving instructions prior to doing, and they're still doing it. So I think every county, I believe, is trying to do their best with it because it's all something new, you but, know? But I'm saying... So everybody's going with it. But did they have, like, a workshop, or did they send something out in the mail? They emailed them something? Like, how did they even get this information out? I think most counties did email. I don't know if they took the time to do letters. <laughs> I'm not sure about that. But I don't know. That's a good question. Because, again, none of us was pre- were prepared to go virtually. Remember, everybody kept pushing to go back in that building to the last minute. Wait a minute, wait a minute. And they still wait pushing minute, to wait, go back. Wait a minute, Sonya. So back up. Are y'all using a different system from the one that y'all were using at the end of the year last year? Isn't it the same program? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's basically the same. Right. So these people yeah. that are struggling so much, they must be wasn't there last year. 
You see maybe what I'm saying? So. Maybe Yeah, maybe it's a few. And of course, I can see maybe pre-K kindergarten first graders that have never done it. You know what I mean? But they right. should be been exposed to it. Right. And in my, my right, issue because some all, counties don't have technology devices available. Right, and some people don't have it themselves. And that's always been my issue with this idea of, like, laptops and stuff for the schools and for the kids. Like, they're assuming that people have Wi-Fi. They're assuming that people have a hotspot or, you know, they don't know. Some of these people are living in hotels. Some of these people are living in their cars. And then you're expecting that's them to be, you know. Yeah, that's why they wanted them to go to school because of that reason. I can understand that. I can understand that. So it goes back to the safety thing. It's like safety is your denominator. You see what I'm saying? We say all this other stuff, but when you go back to safety, it's that to me should take, that's the core of this thing. Safety is the core of the pandemic to me right now. All this other stuff, we're going to have to maneuver. But when you come back to safety, it's like coming back to God. He's the <laughs> core of the center. You got to work around that. You got to, mm. you know what I mean? You got to, he's the center. Safety's the center right now. Right. And I know it's hard to digest that. Mm-hmm. Back to school, back to work, it's like on the same playing field. You know what I mean? When kids are at school, parents go to work. And if kids are not at school with somebody else's in their supervision, you got to make some provisions. And some people don't have access to family members. and So I know it's tough on both sides. I have empathy for both sides of the playing field. I get it. And see, and that's from, but, therapeutically speaking, know. that's why I feel some type of way about, like, the social agencies. Like, I don't like the idea that people are using the school as, like, the go-to safety, you know, children are getting beat at home. That's why they need to go to school. No, 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 no. We need to start having more people go into the <laughs> homes, DSS, DFS yep. workers, and things like that. Like, we need to, like, people are so scared of that, but no, we need those types of um, agencies to help people be safe, to make sure families do have food. All this talk about, well, kids need to go to school because otherwise they're not going to eat. That's an issue. We're not handling it at yeah. the core. We're trying to solve it with school, and that's the school is not the answer. We need to actually do things that's going to help those situations prior to it become the pandemic or a problem. Like, mm-hmm. like we handle things so backwards. We'll wait till it's a problem. Oh, I'm about to listen. <laughs> we'll wait till Uh-oh. something is a problem instead <laughs> of being proactive, trying to prevent things. Same thing with going to a doctor. Same thing with going to a therapist. We'll wait till it's a problem. <laughs> Why are we doing this when we could go ahead and get ahead of this thing? So we waited until well, yeah. Obama had a plan in place for a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Then somebody else came up mm-hmm. in there and said, oh, we don't need that. <laughs> yes, clearly we do. And we did. And we still do today. Like, we would not be in this situation. But we're not going to talk politics because I, I ain't even wise enough on it to even be talking about it. But what I do know is yeah. <laughs> we ain't have to be where we're at right now. I don't know. We didn't have to be where we at right now? I hear you, but the question is, do we need to be where we at right now to get to where we need to be? See, I think about that. We don't need to be here, but did we need to be here so we can get somewhere? Did we really need this change in education since we come back to school so more kids can get to where they need to go, or parents, or shifting this knowledge shift, power? Shifting the atmosphere. Yeah, a shift. We needed and this, this to happen. 
that's what I said. This pandemic has shifted mm. spiritually. It has shifted us educationally. It has shifted us relationally. Like it shifted every aspect of your life. I can't even think of one mm-hmm. aspect yeah. that it has not affected. Yeah. You know what I mean? Your health, everything, health, emotions, spiritually, Fin- mentally, financial. Yeah. I can't. Everything. One little virus shifted. Mm. Come on. Your whole life now. And that's something that's something so small. Something we can't even see. Something we can't even see has affected us so deeply. Everyone, every country, you know, like this ain't just, oh, in Georgia or South Carolina. No, this is like worldwide. It impacts a big impact. And education, worldwide, how the kids are going back to school. It has shifted, 2020 shift. Hmm can't go back so if that's my thing with going to school no we can't go back in there no 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 no, no. that's me and i know i got some friends educators that are against it and we have disagreements we just disagree to agree agree to and agree. that's what we need I mean, agree to disagree. well yeah agree disagree thank you mm-hmm. but at the end of the day my little educational seed i'm gonna throw this in here my little educational seed Mm-hmm. Since we talking about how small things is and how it just makes a big impact. Mm-hmm. Now that we are where we at, this is see. Now that we are here, mm-hmm. now that we're here. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, that's I was like, what song are you singing? Now that you, wait a minute, what song are you singing? Now that we're here, William McDowell. Oh, here no, in I don't your really. presence. No, I really care for his. Voice. All right, like, okay, yeah, shout out William McDowell. <laughs> But now that we're here, it's almost like, what are you going to do? Okay? If your child can't come in, there is still hope. Your child can still learn. You just got to change how you're doing things. Mm. I'm pretty sure you can reach out, email somebody that you know that's in the education field. I know they'd be glad to give you tips on how you can, like, have your child learn this subject or, you know, something like that. Reach out to people in your neighborhood, um, you know, even on the internet, there's different resources. So if your child's going virtually, I will always just shoot the teacher email. How can you, you know, ask some questions? And I'm pretty sure they can help you. So I would say that now, that we're here, we're going virtually. Don't give up hope. Reach out to your um, teachers. Encourage your child, because I know they're going to feel discouraged, because it's new for some. Some, they used to it, but still kind of be that support system, always they can do it. They have to go back into the school, mask up, look, mask up, disinfect, <laughs> spread, you know, six feet, get engaged, still try to learn. But don't think this is your final destination. We just passing through mm. this shift of education. We're gonna come out on the other side. It may not be what you like, but this ain't gonna be our final resting place of education. Mm. That's just me. Mm. We we gonna come through this. We just gotta go through the pain, to, you know, and through the plan. What's that? Go through the pain to get to the plan. <laughs> In the yeah. pain is a plan. Right. Kurt Frank. But just remember, this is the final place in education. There's more to come. We can do this. Mm. Stay hopeful. So that's my seed. 
Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> How you feel about it, Trish? Well, therapeutically speaking. That's the school. Because you don't have to do the school shopping and all that. Thank so. you. Hallelujah. <laughs> Ooh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Team no kids forever. Mm, thank you, Lord. Hashtag Aunt Trees. Yes. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and so there are so many people who say, well, you know, you don't have no say, so you don't have no kids. I do have 36 nieces and nephews, though. And so... I am not. I am not for them going. I have educators in my family. I do not want anybody going to the school system. I don't even want to go to work. Okay. Um. I just feel like everybody should stay home if you can do it virtually. Um. Because what people aren't talking, what people aren't saying or talking about is okay. So people are going into these environments, working, school, whatever, and we're not thinking about the anxiety that people, yep. you know, like you're sitting there worried about catching the virus. How do you expect this person to function in school? How do you expect this person to function mm. at work when they're concerned, they're fearful, they're worrying, their stomach is hurting, you know, they have a headache, they're nervous about what's happening or what's going to take place. Mm-hmm. How do you expect mm-hmm. people to just bypass those feelings and focus on work or school? How does that work? So for some people being mm. home and working from um or doing school virtually would be beneficial for them. It will give them peace of mind to be able to focus on what needs to be done. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, just mentally, you know, being home might the be mental helpful. Part. Yeah. It might be yeah. helpful for people. Some people forget that. Mm-hmm. That's the school. What about the mental part? Right. Yeah. They just always say academics, academics. No, it's more than academics with going to Right. Your mental capacity. Mm-hmm. We gotta take care of that. I, I'm down for a tree. I feel you. Yeah. And so I know everybody has been saying, well, after this is over, so many people gonna be going to therapy. No, some of y'all need to start now. Like, don't wait till the battle is over. Ooh, shout right now. Let me stop. Um, <laughs> but no, like we need to seek this stuff now. Don't wait till this quote unquote pandemic is over. There's always gonna be something going on. We need to take care of mental health all the time, not just when something is happening. Mm-hmm. And so I know this is going to be tough for a lot of like school counselors. Ooh, God bless y'all. Yeah. Yeah. God bless y'all. Yeah. Mm. 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 I'm so glad I work with adults. So on that note, <laughs> and um, doing what they can mentally first, and then we can support that educationally amen yeah you get your mind your mind is one of the most important organs and it's the one that we least take care of so you know take care of your mind you can do the educational stuff the financial stuff you know the physical health stuff because your mind is in the right place in order to be able to do it so yes self-care and take care of yourself stay home oh yeah that's a good way to end it self-care take care yes Okay, until next time. Until next time. We might might be talking about what Sonia said. Um, Attention Mm. attention seeking. We might might have mommy on that one. Yeah, we might have have to get mommy to come on that one. Yeah, so look for for that. Look for that one. All right, y'all. Okay, until next time. We're out. We're out. Peace and blessings. Hallelujah.
holla back. Thank you for listening to Sisters with a Voice podcast. Be sure to follow us on Instagram. Our handles are in the bio. Thank you kindly. Good evening and good night. Peace out. We digress. Amen. It is so.